It is a small house tucked away in the middle of a, a large and prominent city close to the edge of the largest empire the world had ever known. In this small house, there are seemingly small and insignificant people. These are ordinary people who we would hardly notice. None of them are noble or powerful or wealthy. They are fishermen and artisans and the type of people who we are apt to walk by on the street and not think twice about. They are simple people, the salt of the earth. And we hear this morning in the book of Acts that these small people have just been waiting, not doing anything. They've been told to wait, and so that's just what they are doing. They pass the time praying and singing and talking. They tell stories. They bide their time. It's hard to imagine that anything extraordinary could happen in that small house to those small people. Who could have expected that anything would happen except that they would eventually wander off? And so allow yourself to be amazed by the claim that God's spirit would empower these small people and fill that small house with a violent wind and tongues of fire. It is miracle upon miracle that these small people would be filled with the capability to speak to the world and proclaim the gospel in a multitude of languages. We often speak of the miracles of the incarnation and the resurrection, and they are indeed the foundation and ground of the Christian faith, that, that God's word became flesh and dwells among us, that God was and is in some sense, particularly embodied in the life of the man Jesus is a miracle that we might struggle to wrap our minds around and is often more than many can believe. Or we might marvel at the claim that after Jesus died, he was raised from the dead and thus defeated death. And that after he was raised, he encountered his disciples, changing their lives forever. But just as foundational as these miracles are to the Christian faith, so too is this day of Pentecost, when the gathered disciples are filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered to speak in a variety of languages so that Parthians and Medes and even Cretans are able to hear God's good news. What an awesome and profound mystery and miracle it is that God would choose these small people and use them as the spark that would spread the good news of God's love for the world as revealed in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Indeed, we know for a fact that something happened on that Sunday morning so many years ago. Something demonstrable happened because afterwards, the news that these people will give their lives to embody begins to spread all over the world. In a few short years after this morning of Pentecost, churches will spring up all over the Roman Empire. And in a few hundred years, for better and for worse, the official state religion of the Roman Empire will have become Christianity. From this small house, 
from this small house and from these humble, humble beginnings comes a global faith that will be proclaimed to the ends of the earth. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, once compared this event on the day of Pentecost to the Big Bang. And indeed it is. For from this small house, proclaimed by these small people, the good news of God's love will burst forth upon the world. But it would be a mistake to assume that this arrival of the Holy Spirit was a, was a one-time event. The Holy Spirit does not act like a spark that starts the wildfire or has the, the first domino that gets the chain falling. Rather, the Spirit appears and empowers again and again and again. Throughout the book of Acts, we see the Spirit draw folks into the family of the people of God and then empower them to participate in God's mission of salvation, justice, and peace. The Spirit is, is not just active in that small house among those small people, but is rather continually active, making it possible for people of all sorts and conditions to freely participate in the work of God. God's Spirit did not just arrive that day way back then. No, the Spirit arrives again and again and again. God's Spirit is active still and even active here among this gathered online community. So don't tell me that you are too small or that we are too small. Pentecost shows us that when we proclaim the gospel or work for justice and peace or bear witness to the dignity of every human being and the whole of creation, then we do not act alone, but rather by grace, we are able to participate with the Holy Spirit in what God is doing. God uses humble beginnings and simple people to do profound, profound things. And don't tell me that God did that way back then, but no more, because God's Spirit has never been silent and never been still. God's Spirit moved over the waters at the beginning of creation, spoke through the prophets, and indeed bears witness with our own spirits that we are children of God and heirs of hope. For you see, the Holy Spirit makes this community possible as she unites diverse individuals, one to another, and all of us to Christ and thus to God. The Holy Spirit makes the church possible. And without the Spirit, the church would have dissolved into nothingness years and years ago. Without the Spirit, our work is in vain. All of our striving to grow and to serve would be for naught. But with the Spirit, with the Spirit, nothing is impossible. And Jesus assures us that the Spirit will be with us to guide us and to lead us. With the Spirit, we are able to grow and change and to, to hear truths that we could not bear before. With the Spirit, we are able to speak of God's love to a broken and hurting world, even in times as difficult and trying as these. Today, is Pentecost. 
and our small group gathered in disparate places coming together all online are here today to celebrate how God has been on the move in the past through the power of the Spirit. But so too, we celebrate not just how God has been active in the past, but indeed how God continues to be active and has made it possible for us to act as well. We are able to live into and participate in God's mission because God makes that activity possible. For God, everybody counts. Every person matters. And everyone has something to say and to share. And God sends us out into the world so that we can love God and love our neighbors as ourselves and thus share with the world God's good news. God does not want us to be spectators sitting on the sidelines or watching the action from the bleachers. Rather, God invites us to participate in what God is doing in the world so that we too might share God's hopes and dreams for the whole of creation. So today, on this day of Pentecost, I want you to ask yourself, how is the Spirit active in your life? What might God be inviting you to do and to share? How might God be inviting this congregation to reach out and participate in God's redeeming love? Who might we feed? Who might we tend to? Who needs to hear God's good news in a language that they can understand? Do not say that we are too small. Do not say that you are too small. For the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And it was upon just such a small house that God's Spirit descended. And it was from just such a small house that God's people and God's good news were sent forth. Amen.